Welcome to Baruch B'Shem Yeshua. Blessings in the name of Yeshua. Today we're going to be talking about how the Messiah Yeshua is found in what is known as a Maksur. What is a Maksur? It is a prayer book for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And let me tell you, it's a big prayer book. It's about the size of your Bible, full of prayers for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And did you know that Yeshua is mentioned as a congregational prayer within this Maksur? The one I'll be reading from is from the biggest Orthodox Jewish publisher known as Art Scroll. I have many books from Art Scroll and I just love their materials. And one of which happens to be the prayer book for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. One such prayer says this, May it be your will that the Tekiah Shevarim Teruma Tekiah bless that these sound be embroidered into the heavenly curtain by the appointed angel and the name of this angel is in parenthesis why because this angel's name is not to be pronounced it is treated like the four-letter name of god it is that holy but to spell it out his name is tate resh tate yod aleph and lamin Okay, that is the name of this angel. I want, we're going to refer to this as the angel Tet. Okay, that's how we're going to refer to it. So we know the other things that we're going to source. We know who it is that we're talking about. Okay, this is a big angel, a very important angel. Now the word for angel in Hebrew is the word Malach. Okay, so it's not just an angel. It can also mean a messenger. And we know that our Messiah, Yeshua, is a messenger to us. Through our prayers, through the scripture, there is a message that Yeshua is trying to send to us. Okay, so continuing on in the prayer, by the the appointed angel Tet just as you accepted prayers through Elijah who is remembered for good Yeshua the Kohen Gadol the high priest minister of the inner chamber and the ministering angel 
And that angel's name is given yet again there. And may you be filled with mercy upon us. Blessed are you, master of mercies. Now, this angel is mentioned many times in the Kabbalist text of the Zohar. And I'm going to quote to you a couple of times where this angel, this messenger is mentioned in these texts. One such quote is from Zohar 2, 115. It says, better is a neighbor that is near than a brother far off. This neighbor is the middle pillar in the Godhead, which is the Son of God. But as we continue on here, we see that the middle pillar is, giving, is given a name. The middle pillar of the Godhead is, and it's this angel that we mentioned earlier, who has accomplished peace above according to the glorious state there. Zohar 3, 237. The Zohar also says this, it's Zohar 1, 1 uh, 129b. It says within there, And Abraham and his oldest servant of his house, in Genesis 24, 2, Who is this of whom it is said, his servant? In what sense must this be understood? Who is the servant? Rabbi Nehori answers. It is in no other sense to be understood than expressed in the word his servant. His servant, the servant of Elohim, the chief of his servant, and who is he? Well, it's that angel that we mentioned earlier before. That angel, and as said, he is appointed to glorify the bodies which are in the grave. This is meaning of the works Abraham said to his servant, that is the servant of God. The servant is this particular angel, the eldest of his house, who is the firstborn of all creatures of God? Who is the ruler of all? He has because God has committed to him the government over all his hosts. But that's not all that we have. The Zohar has, has so much to say about this particular Malach. Rabbi Josie said, how are we to understand the words 
and they saw the God of Israel, as we see in Exodus 24:10. They saw the light of the Shekinah, namely him who is called youth or this angel and who ministers to the Shekinah in the heavenly sanctuary. That is from Zohar Shemoth, section two, page 82a. We have another quotation from Zohar Bereshith, section one, page 240a. It says in there, it is Moshe. Who is Moshe? Moses, the high priest, anointed by the oil, the supernal, holy, inuction, the true Messiah, who will come today if we listen to the voice of the master whose name is found in him, he will redeem us. It then quotes Isaiah 63, 19, and it says, in all their afflictions, he was afflicted and the angel of his face saved them. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him as it says in Isaiah 11:2, Those verses and all similar to them hint at this particular angel, the forerunner, the prince of the face, Sar Ha-Panim, the sheep, which is the innocent lamb, is in his entirety good and is is messiah the prince of mercy now within the quotation of what is in the maksor for rosh hashanah in yom kippur it refers to this particular Malach, this angel or messenger as the prince of the face. Sar ha -panim. And we see how it is that the Zohar goes and takes this phrase and shows us through Isaiah as well, well in two parts of Isaiah how it is referring to this entity, Sarhapanim. In many places all throughout the Zohar, it is trying to explain to us the Godhead. And it does so through the three pillars that we saw in the initial quotations, it says, better is a neighbor that is near than is one that is far off. The middle pillar of the Sephirot is the son of God. The Maharal of Prague, who is one of the most well-known sages, he wrote sages, he wrote a book called the Der Chaim. He says, in the Derchaim, when he is looking at the Mishnah, 
of Perkevos11. He says, why does it need to tell us that they said three things? We can easily count them for ourselves. He says, because a complete entity is made up of three parts. He likens this to the three patriarchs, Avraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He likens this as well to the three kinds of Torah law, which is Chokim, Mishpatim, and Mitzvos. And we can also liken this as well. When the scripture tells us in Genesis, let us make man in our image. What does that have to do with this? Very simply, the Sephirot is in the image of a man in three pillars. The left side, the right side, and the middle. The Maharal says that the middle pillar takes two things that can seemingly be opposite, but bind the two together by having commonality between the two things that seem to be opposite. One instance of this is the concept of chesed, gevura, and da'at. On one side you have chesed, which is loving kindness. The total opposite side, you have gevura, which symbolizes strength and judgment. Then the middle pillar, you have tiferet and da'at. You have beauty and you have knowledge. This is much like a court case. Innocent until proven guilty. That is chesed. Because of the knowledge that is in that middle pillar, because of the testimony of the defense and of the prosecution, a judgment is then given. That judgment can be for the good. That judgment can also be for the bad. But it's based upon the two things that precede it that cause the outcome to either be good or to be devastating. It is based upon the premise of chesed, loving kindness, of innocent until proven guilty. This is how it is that we must approach everything. Because Avraham Avenu, Abraham our father, encapsulated Chesed. Yitzach encapsulated Gevura. And then we have Yochov who exemplified Da'at and Tiferet. All of these things come together 
The same is true when it comes to the Godhead. Many people may follow different maps on coming to the conclusion that Yeshua, Jesus, is God. He is indeed God. Many people come to it in different ways. Some may come to it through Trinitarianism. Some through modalism. Some through oneness doctrine. And many can make a case for when we recite the prayer that we recite three times a day. Shema Israel. Adonai Eloheinu. Adonai Echad. Baruch Shem Kevod. Malkutov Leolam Vayed. How we mentioned God three times and we use the word Echad as opposed to the word Yachid. Showing a unified one as opposed to an absolute one. Which is something we also find in the word Elohim which is a unified one as opposed to the absolute singular which would be Eloah or El like we find in El Shaddai El Roye El Gibor and many others the fact is that the Godhead is found within these holy books of Judaism, of the sages of old, but oftentimes they are not often looked at. And so we devise our own ideas as to how it is that Yeshua is God. He is indeed God. Absolutely. Many times we can take our time and criticize those who come to the same conclusion but take a different route. The end goal is the same. That Yeshua is indeed God. If it is that Trinitarianism has gotten you there, I say Baruch Hashem. Praise God for that. If modalism has gotten you there, I say Baruch Hashem. Praise God for that. If it is that oneness doctrine has gotten you there, I say Baruch Hashem. Praise God for that. I myself have come to the conclusion through a more rabbinic route by looking at these things and then seeing what it is that Paul says in his holy letters about the Messiah being the light of Hashem that was restricted, which is the concept of Simpson, which is also found within the sacred texts of the Zohar and the words of the Kabbalist sages as well. This Rosh Hashanah, I want you 
to give everybody blessings in the name of Messiah. Put Messiah front and center of your Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur celebrations. Put Yeshua at the center and not just an afterthought. It doesn't matter if you're Christian. It doesn't matter if you're a Messianic Jew. It doesn't matter if you are a part of any of the things that are adjacent to those things. Instead, instead, we are all part of the Guf HaMashiach, the body of Messiah. And Yeshua, the Messiah, should be front and center of our minds during the time of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Shalom Brocha, peace and a blessing. Shalom. Thank you for joining us here today.